Look at this. What's that? I don't know. Step back. It's back, kid. Still had human fighters, human bodies, so you couldn't give the people what they really wanted. True, no holds barred violence. Oh. So, the next logical step, get the humans out of there and let the machines kill each other. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. For some reason, my camera made me so freaking huge. Hamburgers. <laughs> At the time, probably the hottest, not best looking, but... Yeah. Every time he says that, you need to put burger. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. Oh my gosh, he's back. I know, right? You How many me. weeks has it been? Uh, well, like eight? So uh, 12? It's been two, but it feels like more. Yeah. Well, oh, it yeah. was it was two, and then you were gone two, and then on a week, and then gone two, and now you're back. Oh, okay. But yeah, I'm, uh, no, I'm just kind of hit and miss this summer. Sorry, no, y'all. That's fine. <laughs> and you've been on vacation. You're nice no. and rested, so, um, you know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe? Or not. Maybe it's, you're it's exhausted. Been, it's maybe been, it's, yeah. It's, those, it's been hot. This yeah. summer has been hot. Sure. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Yeah, no, those weren't all uh, vacations where you got to relax. You know, no, those were, those were. no. The Disney with the in-laws is about the scariest vacation as you can take. So, <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I and, and Andrew, you're, you're raising an art, raising a hand there, Andrew. <laughs> you, need, you need something, buddy? I'm so confused. That's my, that's my aura, and I'm just grabbing Sean's nipple. <laughs> Oh, for those who can't, for those who who don't see us here, um, <laughs> Drew's, uh, Sean's got a, a four screen up on on uh, on Skype, and Andrew's arm, it, it's not really his arm. Well, now it's his arm, but just anyway, he looks like a dementor stealing Sean's soul, which couldn't happen because Sean doesn't have one. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm actually <laughs> as we as we record right now, I am posting this to. To Twitter, <laughs> um, be good. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be there for posterity. Yeah, this is great. I'm just no no context. I'm just posting the image. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. Okay, all right. We're all, we're off to a great start. Okay. We uh, we yeah. uh, we've we've already a great podcast talking about things that we can see and not yeah hear. that so that yeah. Just, we nothing but the best for our listeners. We see, appreciate it. And only Twitter followers can see the picture, so that's a good excuse yeah. for those of you who are not following us on Twitter to follow us on Twitter. Um, yeah. With that all having been said, I guess, this is episode 356, 356. Wow. And tonight we're talking about Real Steel. I wish I could do that guy's yeah. voice, you know, like the Real Steel. Yeah, yeah. Announcer man. Hey, I mean, yeah, obviously he gets I, I'm paid. I'm not going to try. No, please don't. He has he gets yeah. paid a lot of money to do it, but um, that's fine. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew hangs out at derelict zoos on the weekends, Jimison. <laughs> and occasionally I just like to get in the ring with a bull, smack it in the head a couple times, <laughs> and then let it take my leg off. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well yeah. that's that's really interesting but because that's not the worst part though. The the most insulting part is I have to pay five bucks to get it back. 
Yeah, to get your leg back. Yeah. Or two dollars and fifty cents for a picture. Yeah. There you go. Of the leg. Yeah, that <laughs> you the can't leg. have back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of that bull, Sam. Yes. Uh, this is uh, again. This this is uh, this is more evidence that we don't plan um, our our and middle names you. and stuff, or really anything. Uh, but Sam <laughs> also likes to fight a two thousand pound bull vector. Yeah, and Sean, just so you know, all I'm going to do is keep buying you tickets to these bull fights with the robots, so that eventually one of these two ton robots are going to fall on you in the first row and kill you. So. Just, just wanted to let you know. That's cool. I mean, at least I get to have some yeah. popcorn and some other stuff, some peanuts. Yeah. And making her cheap seat reviews debut, Pixie once left her kid with a stranger so she could go to Italy for the summer. From the next on stage <laughs> one podcast. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show. To our, our yeah, welcome to our little corner of the internet here. We appreciate you coming on. Well, thank you guys for having yeah. me. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah Ho- hopefully we we get we got you a movie that you could at least enjoy in some way, some shape or form. Well, she picked it. So, oh, you I, did. I, oh, okay. I picked this movie. Yeah. It's actually uh, one that I can watch over and over again. <laughs> yeah, oh, a guilty good. guilty favorite. Guilty favorite. Nice. Yeah, okay. I, I sent her. I think I sent you a list of about four movies, and I think within ten seconds of me sending you the list, <laughs> you responded with <laughs> "Real Steel" with an exclamation point. I thought, okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, that's fun, and uh, I think that's a, it's a good movie to to do. We've we've had some, uh, you know, we we're all mm. over the place with these movies we've been. I mean, you know, War Games last week, and then UHF, and then Legend of the Sword, uh, and then Hancock. We've just been kind of all over the place, which is good. I think it's a good mix of movies. Many through. different, uh, many different um, decades. Yeah. in those choices. Yeah, so. Exactly, and like some yeah. good reviewed and some bad reviewed. I mean, you know, yeah, uh, you know, a six point eight and a five point nine and a six point four and an eight point five, and you know, we're we're it's good. It's good. So I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, so yeah, this is Real Steel 2011's Real Steel, starring Hugh Jackman and huge, huge Ackman. <laughs> um, so you got yeah. your Wolverine, you got Evangeline yes. Lilly, who is the wasp. Marvel. Yeah, you have Dakota Goyo, who is the kid, plays Max, who I didn't know this until I looked it up, was young Thor. In a flashback movie scene in one of the Thor movies, really? Yeah, That's cool. Nice. Uh, Anthony Mackie, who is the uh, Falcon slash new yep. Captain America. Uh, Kevin Durand, who plays the Blob in that really bad Wolverine movie. Yeah. And Hope Davis, who plays Tony Stark's mom. So, <laughs> I mean, it's. It's kind of crazy how much it's how Well, many- and, and, and if you would put this up in this could fit a Marvel universe, right? This just the way it's shot and the the the, the colors and and the technology, I could see it being a a Marvel movie. Actually, you know what? I mean, I can you're not I I can see that too, especially with like the tech, you know, like yeah. these yeah. suits are all Tony Stark tech. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, they're not even that. They're not even as advanced as a Tony Stark suit, but yeah. it would fit within yeah. within the tech they have for sure. Absolutely, I like it. 
Yeah. I like it a lot. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. uh, 2000, like I said, 2011, uh, directed by Sean Levy, or Levy, who is... That, yeah. I, I was going to say, that name sounds familiar. What else did he... Well, he, he has do? done such other things as I scroll through his... Uh, he's done a lot of TV, uh, but other films he did, such films as Cheaper by the Dozen. He did the uh, Pink Panther remake in 06. He did the Two Night at the Museums. He did Date Night. Okay. The Internship. That's where I remember. Yeah. Um, Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb. I didn't know there was a third one. Yeah. Um, For good reason. Straight to DVD type of thing. He also did eight episodes of Stranger Things, including two episodes of season four, which are going to come out. That's why I know the name. Okay. Oh, he also just did, he directed Free Guy, that new um, Ryan Ryan Reynolds Reynolds. thing where he's a a computer thing. Oh, yeah. 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 And something called The Atom Project, um, which also looks like stars Ryan Reynolds. A man must travel back in time to get help from his 13-year-old self. Okay, that sounds fun. Oh, it's also another Marvel team-up. You got Ryan Reynolds, Zoe Zaldana, and Mark Ruffalo, and Jennifer Garner. That's fun. Okay. Yeah, that looks that looks cute. And then just announced, looks like there's something called Starman. Um, I wonder if it's a remake of the original Starman. And I was going to say, isn't that something? Is that Dennis Quaid, right? Uh, no, that was um, True Grit. Right? What's his name? No, not True Grit. Oh, uh, Randy Quaid. No, not Randy Quaid. Uh, Dennis Hopper. No. <laughs> um, uh, he um, was the, the bad guy in Iron Man. He, um, Richard Donner. Richard Donner? Yeah. The, direct, um, the director? No. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Bridges. That's where I was going. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it looks like that's what it is. This looks like this. Oh, also, there's going to be a real steel, too. Is it really? Maybe. Who knows? I mean. Has it been a while? It has. It just just says announced plot is unknown. There's a writer. There's nothing else. Yeah, that's a maybe. Maybe it's a fan fiction where they put some images together and they they make up some sort of story. <laughs> it's kind of like what we do here. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. our, it's our podcast. Just um, Well, I did see that they announced that they were going to make a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie, and I thought they already did. That, that's what yeah. they did. Yeah. This, this, this is the movie. Yeah, yeah. this is... I mean, they made exactly a Battleship movie. They got real steel. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, yeah, there was there was a there was something else too. Wasn't there another game based on a? Uh, I mean, a movie based on a game on an old game. Well, you got Clue, yeah, yeah, Clue. That's been um, around for a while, yeah. Um, I want to say there was a Monopoly movie coming out or something like that, wasn't there? I think you're right. I thought there was. I'm not gonna look it up, but yeah, I thought there was something else too. Something dumb. I mean, like, like, yeah. like, like, seriously, like something like Candyland or Shoots and Ladders or something. Yeah, seriously, it, like it is yeah. Shoots and Ladders, but it's like it's a it's a BDSM type thing. Though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's for another show. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a different show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so none of those are what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about Real Steel, like I said, 2011. And uh, did anyone see this in the theater? I'm just curious. 
No. Uh, no, I think I rented this one. It it may it grossed like two two hundred ninety nine million dollars. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. In gross worldwide, it was yeah, yeah basically a three hundred million dollar gross yeah. uh, with yeah. a budget of one hundred and ten. So that's actually not great, but it's all right. Uh, okay, so yeah, so none of us saw this in the theater, which is fine. I, I too, I think this was a red box kind of a thing. Um, but I remember seeing the previews for it, thinking, "Oh, this looks fun," and and it looked like a Disney movie. I thought this was a Disney movie. I think, in fact, I told several people that this was on Disney Plus because I thought it was a Disney movie. Because it just feels like one. Mm-hmm. Sort of, yeah. I don't know, just, it, it had that kind of feel. Anyway, so Sam, why don't you go ahead and uh, lay down your five-word review, if you remember how to do that. All right, absolutely. Um, I'm going to say, I've got two of them here. The first one is BattleBot's Redneck Southern Cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <All> right. <laughs> and uh, my other one, and, it, and I'm going to get blasted for this, Dumbish father-son bonding movie. Dumbish. Now, dumbish. Yeah, okay. I had to get into one word. Now, all that means is that the story of the father and the son bonding, I thought, was kind of uh, what do you call it? Um, it? It's basically we've seen it all before, and 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 there was nothing surprising in that bonding. Um, bonding stuff. Now, was the movie fun? Heck yeah. I loved watching the robots. I thought it was interesting. Um, would I rather see, you know, saw blades and flamethrowers and, and all sorts of other things like battle bots have on these things? Heck yeah. You know, yeah. boxing robots are kind of boring. I, I want to see something get torn apart, like just torn apart. So, um, in terms of fighting robots, that that's just my, my, uh, prerogative and don't forget two guys you know i my daughter and i we make battle bots so we uh we're into the whole robot building and killing other robots type of thing so um but anyway back to the movie i thought it looked great i thought it Mm -hmm. looked um it, it had a great look to it in terms of the colors the themes every location felt different right it actually felt like there was an arena full of people. Um, like yeah. the zoo wasn't just a couple of extras cheering on from a rock or something like that. I thought that the director did a very good job making this world feel very lived in and, and understandable. And, and also the, the entire thing, you know, it didn't feel far fetched. It felt like it, it's kind of like we, you know, what we talk about star Wars where the world feels lived in and we like the movies where it felt lived in and, and real, and this really, really did so. Was there a few times where it took me out of the movie um, during some of the the boxing scenes where you could tell it was very CGI? Yes, but not enough to be so distracting that it it it, it hurt the movie um, in itself. I thought uh, Keanu Reeves. Oh, good lord! Um, huge, huge, yeah, huge. Did a great job. Um, being the dad and kind of being the down and out guy, uh, yet you still want to cheer for him. Um, and I thought uh, e- Evangelini um, Lily did did really well um, in her part as well. Although I think she was underutilized in this movie and could have been uh, could have been kind of like the cue, right? The person who comes and saves the day by fixing the robot in the way it needs to be fixed. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun ride. It, you know, it's not 
meant it was not made to win Oscars. It was made to in, entertain uh, families and um, you know people who like to see robots kick each other's you know rear end. So um, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Cool, a very succinct and thorough review. I like it. Uh, no, I don't uh, disagree really with anything you said. I, um, yeah, I, I right? think that's it. So we can call it a show. We're good, right? No, yeah, we're, we're done. done, guys. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. The the bullfight. Still, every time the bullfight surprises me because that robot hits the bull. It punches it I mean, right yeah. in the face. It just, it just punches it in the face, and that alone makes me giggle right and <laughs> just all the, you don't do that in movies you don't hurt the animal or you don't you know i know it's not real i know it's not a real bull getting punched but good lord it just punches <laughs> that thing into the ground i love it i love it yeah that's my first note is in the future we don't care about bulls rights <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly i just I just can't imagine. Like that's obviously a thing that only can happen in Texas, right? Like, oh, oh, yeah. You, you couldn't, <laughs> yeah. you couldn't have that in California. You know, it just no. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't work. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> what you got, man? Well, um, I, I have two as well. This one's just for fun. Father's Day must be awkward. <laughs> that's that's one of mine. Okay. And then uh, uh, my real one is uh, douchey dad sci-fi robot boxing. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, there's several things in this movie that, uh, like like you guys hadn't seen it before uh, or didn't see it in a theater. I I don't know if that you asked, but I had never seen this before. Oh, no, I didn't so ask that. Oh, wow. Time. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So this is the first time seeing it for me. And... Um, you know, it's not bad. Like Sam said, it's very, visually, it's pretty good. You know, I think, uh, like you said, the world looks lived in. The uh, the camera work is is done well. The CGI is not terrible, except for one scene which really bothered me, <laughs> which was supposed to be footage of the robots fighting, and you could tell it looked like something from a uh, <laughs> Sega Genesis or something. You I don't mean know. the Xbox Seven Twenty. Yeah, the Xbox Seven Twenty, that one. Um, yeah, but you know, it's a little predictable in some ways. But like Sam said, I don't think it's meant to be uh, an Oscar-worthy film. It's supposed to be just turn your brain off and have fun watching it. So, yeah, uh, and, and and it is fun to watch. You know, I think the kid and and the robot. Uh, Adam have a good relationship, even though even though Adam doesn't have a you know a, a personality or or mind of his own. But, but it's still a character still, in the movie. Yeah, and it's still a, a friendship type relationship that he has with that. Um, I th- the parents and the aunt and the uncle are the worst people on the planet because, like you said, <laughs> they literally leave him with a stranger to just go to Italy, <laughs> and it's not just that, but. Not only do they leave him with a stranger, it's they're in the car on the way to the airport, and they're like, see you later, kid, and they just take off. <laughs> yeah, there's no bag, right? It's just it's just yeah. him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, kind of douchey. But uh, I, you know, I, I've been taking notes uh, like I have for the past couple of movies on my phone here, and uh, 
the lady swooning over the robot operator at the bullfight over Hugh Jackman. Are they swooning because it's Hugh Jackman? Because if we have ever watched BattleBots... She's saying no. Pixie's saying no. <laughs> yeah. no, no well, <laughs> listen, if, if we've ever watched BattleBots, you know the type of people that create robots... <laughs> don't right. don't get ladies wait, that look wait, like that. Wait, wait, wait. Don't second. get ladies that look <laughs> no like offense, that. Come on. <laughs> but you know the type of guys that are going to build these and go and fight them. Uh, yeah. And bodybuilders, they are not. No offense. <laughs> I, I build my body is just in the wrong areas. <laughs> Mentally, you know, a lot of brain power goes into it. <laughs> exactly. And I, and tacos. I think if they. Uh, if the director had any forethought at all and knew what 2020 was actually going to look like, uh, this movie would have been set at a different time. Um, maybe 2030, you know, a little further down the road. And I know he said, I think I read somewhere that he wanted it to feel uh, re- realistic. So he c- kind of kept the, the time frame close to, uh, close to what we are living in or what we were at the time. Uh, which I think this was made in 2011. Yeah. And so it was set in 2020, right? Yeah. Uh, I probably, if I were him, I would have pushed it a little further because we still don't have clear computers and clear phones and uh, robots that fight each other. Which, <laughs> by the way, side note, what is the, what's the fascination with clear technology? I don't I mean, know. L- let me tell you, if you had a clear phone and you had to l- hold it up and you were looking at it, and all you saw was the background light coming through. You'd be pissed off because you couldn't read anything. I think it's ridiculous. Stop putting it in movies. That's all I have to it, say. It's it's been a thing for a long time. I don't yeah, get it, it either. I don't understand the yeah. the the clear technology idea because it's like, I, I like I would get so distracted because of the thing behind me, especially if it was a thing behind me that was moving. Right, like if I'm in an office. Mm-hmm. And Pixie's on the other side, and all of a sudden you move. I just assumed that like my mouse moved, and now I'm really confused. I I, I hate the idea of it, but is it kind of like yeah. the Macs that had like the clear background to them? Right. Yeah, like the blue and the red. Yeah, they, clear they were backs. annoying, yeah. but everybody had them back in the day. Well, I had one too, and it was blue, but like it's not like my screen was translucent. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, I mean, and we all in the '80s, we all had those phones that were clear phones that you could see all the internal yeah. parts to. Yeah. Well, you, so. you did. I, I didn't have one of those. Oh, you did not. Okay. I didn't have a uh, phone in my room until I was in high school, so that would have been '96, '97. Oh wow! I had I had a 50 foot cord. No, it was more than that. I think it was a 100 foot cord that I plugged in downstairs, ran it up the stairs, and into my room so wow. that I could have a phone in my room. Nice. So. My yep. um, my best friend Chris, he had a uh, his parents. They only had one phone on the on the whole upstairs, and it was a corded phone. And they put you know the little curly Q you know phone with the <laughs> you know, the RJ forty yep. RJ thirty seven connector. What is it? RJ not forty five? Didn't matter. Um, but it was like a forty foot, fifty foot long cable cord that went from the receiver to the cradle. So. Chris would, you know, he'd call me up like, hey, man, what's going on? I'm like, nothing. What are you doing? He's like, I'm hiding in the bathroom because it was the only way he, he only placed upstairs that he could have a conversation without someone interrupting. Now, that would also mean he ran the risk of someone just walking by and hitting the hang up, 
you know, just putting their finger oh, down. Yeah. So there were times I'd be talking to them like, hey, what'd you get for question number click? Oh, I guess his sister came by and was tired of him <laughs> being on the phone. So anyway. Take it up the line. You can't, you can't hog the line, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Back when you needed, <laughs> needed AOL to research things. Oh, yeah. Uh, last couple notes real quick. I have um, the, the, the kid is a fantastic actor. I'm glad you said that. I, think, I agree. I, I totally think he's agree. the best part of the movie, to be honest. Um, yeah. And a lot of times child actors annoy me, um, and he did not in this film at all. And I thought that it, you know he played it very well, and every emotion that you can have – uh, on screen, he did it. You know, we saw him angry, we saw him happy, we saw him sad, uh, and we saw him having fun and learning and, and dancing with this robot. And like, just he felt like a real kid. He didn't feel like an actor that was pushing. I like the part yeah. where he's got like twenty sodas and he's like drinking them, and, <laughs> and the dad's all like, "Did you drink all of these?" He's all like, "Yeah, but wait." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was the best. I was like, that's that's my son right now. He's got like so many soda pops on his table and you can't tell him to throw any of them away. Oh, Oh, it's trophies. They're trophies over there. I mean, it's it's a rite of passage for kids to drink as much caffeine as they can. And and I agree with. I agree with with Andrew. I never felt once like I wanted to slap this child actor. Yeah. Um, Which is generally not the case in in other movies. This this kid felt genuine. And that's rare. That's rare, and mm-hmm. I don't. I, I don't have, a, have we seen him in anything else, John? Well, yeah. Um, oops, I clicked on the wrong person. Sorry. Give me a second. Uh, yeah, we've seen him in other things. Uh, specifically, I mean, like I said earlier, he was in Thor. He's in the first Thor movie as young mm-hmm. Thor. Uh, we have seen him in Noah as young Noah. Okay. Oh, I tried to forget that. Um, that's I don't it. That that's it. Yeah. He was in. I mean, he's been in some other stuff. He was in a movie yeah. called Defendor, which is uh, a friend of mine wants us to review. It's just never streaming. Yeah. Um, okay. But, so he's he's done other things. It's not like he's been you know outcast of of Hollywood. Well, he's, or anything. But well, he hasn't acted in a while. It's been yeah. mm, seven years since he's acted, and so I don't know if he's just decided to take uh, take a break so he can go to high school, you know, or. Or what? You know, I just, uh, yeah. I guess he's just decided not to, um, I don't know if he's done or what, because I'm reading through his his bio on IMDb, and they're just talking about his, his parents and his, 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 the stuff that he's already done, but it doesn't, it doesn't say anything like, oh, he's decided to hang it up so he can go to school. Interesting. Because so, he was born in 99, so, I mean, he's, you know, maybe he went to... Well, he- 22? Yeah, he's 22. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, maybe he decided he wanted to go to high school and college and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. He looks different now. This, this, this picture, his IMDb picture, he kind of looks like a, well, he looks like a grumpy teenager. But anyway. <laughs> don't they all at that age? Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, thank you for saying that, though, uh, Andrew, or whoever said it. I thought the kid was great. The only time there was only a few times where I was like, 
could we do a different take on that there, Sean Levy? <laughs> you know, but I mean, other than I mean, yeah. the only the only two times where he annoyed me was when he was screaming into the microphone. Um, but that's you know, I guess you know, it's I guess kids. Do oh that. yeah, <laughs> my kid would he when my daughter got a uh, a uh, a karaoke kit or a little karaoke set for her birthday. I was the first thing he did was got that microphone and just screamed into it. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> something little boys do, I guess. Uh, and then the other time when he's just repeatedly saying, you know, he, when he doesn't want to, his dad to leave him and he's just saying, please, 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 please. I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, it's a kid thing to do, but it still kind of annoyed me. But otherwise he was really good. I thought he was really good in, in this movie. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Pixie, cool. do you have a five word review? I did. I, I actually have two of them. Wow. I oh, have overachiever. Different re- regions, different rules <laughs> is one. <laughs> and they they talked about it often in the in the movie that, you know, they started out it the robots looked like humans and then the robots sort of changed as they went through. They were boxing robots in the beginning and now now they're Muay Thai, then they, they did jujitsu. some of them did karate, and they just <laughs> talked about all of that stuff, and then they talked about, like, uh, you know, things like, the, the other one I had was uh, the no rules in the uh, underground, so, I mean, <laughs> it, it was kind of funny that, the, like, the different regions, different rules, because you had the zoo, and the zoo was, like, this bottom rung, like, just rednecky, even worse than than the county fair, you know, and yeah. and then you and then you have like the different different places where you can meet different people, and depending on the level of the the place was was like this cheesy, terrible like underground fighting that had that 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 feel like you know no, there's no rules in Fight Club kind of thing, <laughs> right. <laughs> and so. Right. It was it was kind of interesting to like watch the movie. I, I'm a big kaiju kind of fan. I love robots. I I All love right. Godzilla. I'm and huge Pacific into Rim. that stuff. Yeah. So so it's interesting. It it kind of has that feel like yeah. I could I could see people, you know, gutting out a Mack truck and like driving cross country with their with their Build-A-Bot robot and <laughs> and just getting into. <laughs> Dumb matches over, you know. There's a lot of gambling in this, in this movie. There's a lot of like bad habits. There's a lot of like drinking and and just terrible like humans just ripping each other. Oh well, ripping other robots with with their robot that they built. So I, I thought it was kind of interesting. Right. Well, that is one thing they didn't. They didn't really explore, you know. The, the opening scene has him waking up in the in the truck, right? Yeah, yeah. and re- reaching for the beer bottle, and which had to be really warm beer the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. was either sleeping in that truck or snuggling with uh, the wasp. Other than that, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it. Um, but they never really went back to any of his other, you know, addictions or anything like that. Which, which. I guess made it more family friendly, but um, you know something they could have they could have explored at some point. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, I mean the the one thing that I the I always I kind of thought the movie was going to do at one point was use so the robots never interact with humans uh, in a in yeah. a in a violent way. Right. And that could have that could have been a a, a twist. That we could have taken in the movie that would have changed it completely. The the I mean, we got um, Terminator, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I I thought the first time I watched this when Charlie and Max are getting their asses beat. I mean, because Charlie gets or Max gets kind of beat up a little bit too. I actually thought in the moment, oh, Adam's going to come in and save them. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, I, or even better, Adam is over there mimicking him getting beat up. Well, he would just be on the right? ground, like holding his, you know, holding <laughs> yeah, his head. Know, right? Yeah, he'd just be on the ground. I, I thought that there was going to be a moment where, like, the the movie was going to give us a, not quite a Herbie movie moment where it's like mm-hmm. the machine's alive, but I, I kind of it was just for some reason it felt like there was going to be like a way that the machine would come in and save the day, and you know, obviously it didn't. But um, I just thought, yeah, sorry, I got distracted because I'm getting messages from people. Um, Not me. No, it's my parents. Um, I <laughs> Stop it, Andrew. <laughs> this video thing is cracking me up, man. This is amazing. I wish, I kind of wish we were streaming this video right now. <laughs> this is amazing. Andrew's aura is just weirding me out. Um, yeah. It's really funny what what Skype is choosing. For those who are just listening, well, I guess you're only just listening. But Skype is choosing. For me, anything in front of me is is visible, right? I hold a glass and it shows the glass. But but yeah. Andrew is it 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 he's not doing anything. He's just holding his hand is empty and he's bringing it to his mouth. I thought he was mimicking drinking until I actually it was it's funny. Sorry. Anyway, these are the little games within the the oh, the game that's gosh. happening right now. <laughs> um, so my five word did you have any other uh, notes you want to go over Pixie we have plenty of time to do other notes well, I, I just... have like tons of notes I mean I have like all of the notes okay let's see well maybe I should go back to the beginning let's see um, Max has a large knowledge of robots he's got he like really does yeah. mm-hmm. he knows he knows Japanese he's like all over the place this kid is like Super intelligent, and he's treated like I don't know. In the beginning, like oh, you're just a dumb kid. You don't you don't know what you're doing. And and here he is. He's switching the robot from shadow mode. Can you hear me? No, no, you're fine. For some reason, my camera made me so freaking huge. It was (laughs) (laughs) was, sorry. Skype again, just being weird. Like I was like towering over you as you're talking. That's why I was making the my my face. um, No, you're not wrong though. Like the kid's kind of a savant. I mean, he even in the middle of the night, smarter than the dad. Oh gosh, well yeah, the dad's just a box. He's working on the robot as well, so it's not. Yeah, the kid has some knowledge. The the other note I have is um, is the cage there to protect the splatter. Like what mm-hmm. happens when all of these robots are just shedding pieces off of them? Yeah. Everybody is so close to these matches. You would expect like shrapnel or like a loose bolt or something. Oh, yeah. And well, if you he's just if we, cheering and like trying to get as close as possible. I was like, what the fudge? Man, is yeah. there no safety in any of these places? Well, definitely <laughs> not at the zoo. I mean, gosh, they he has definitely to pull not at the zoo. 
do. He has to pull Max right. back before he uh, gets like squished. Yeah. 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 If you go back to BattleBots, you know we talked about that earlier. Uh, I've seen a few episodes of that, and they're like in a fully encased uh, plexiglass. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, in the future, yep. we don't care about personal safety or bulls. Oh, That's there, true. there's another one. I have another one that, that talks about that. Oh, gosh. I'll get to it. <laughs> Let's see. Another one. Um, I got all these written things down. I'm like, what did I? Why was I writing that down? <laughs> I, yeah, I have notes that are often I have to think back. Like, why did I write that? I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I have one, one of those too. One of them says uh, robots are like superstars in this, where everybody's like they remember the history. It feels like a right. a WWE wrestling match or an MMA fight. It's got like everybody's got t- different titles. Everybody's got different, you know. Um, different regions that they come from. I thought it was kind of cool. It is. <laughs> it is interesting that it feels like there's more onus on the robot than the than the operator. Meaning, it yeah. like if we equate this to today terms, right? We don't. It, it just kind of reminds me, like if if we were watching NASCAR. And all you cared about was the three car. You didn't care who was driving it. You just cared mm-hmm. that it was the three car. Right. And and you know I, there are probably some people that drive that watch NASCAR that pull for certain brands. You know, I, I only want the Ford to win, or I only want the Chevy to win. But you know, you know, you, you pull for the race car driver, and then they'll always say, "Well, it was a great car." You know, my crew put together a great car, but it just—you're it, not wrong. Like the stats follow the the robot, not the operator, which right. I think is interesting. Right. Uh, and then it's all. Uh, what was the other point that was? Uh, oh, Max also knows about boxing. Not only does he know about video games and robots, he knows <laughs> about the different boxing matches. Like he knows. He knows about like the boxing match that his father was in, but didn't know that that was his father. I thought that point was weird. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. No, you're right. Let's see. Uh, well, I really liked the interaction between him and Adam. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was very. A lot of sweet moments where the movie is just giving you enough of an idea that there's something in the machine, right? That there's something else right. in there besides just clockwork. And that's, yeah. that's what makes it sweet. It's not full on iron giant, right? right. But it's, right. it's, there's just something in there where you're just, I mean, I don't know. Like I, I named my Jeep and I talk to it whenever I want to. And, um, do I think it's alive? No, but I do talk to it. And like I said, I gave it a name. Uh, maybe I'm weird, but, well, I did have a, a companion robot for many years, um, and sadly it was destroyed. But I uploaded its its consciousness into my car. Yeah, uh, into the GPS yeah. of the car. <laughs> yeah, I did. That's nice. Of course, yeah. you do realize that in the context of your story, that also means that you were uh, you had a sexual relationship with this companion. Yes. I'm not denying it. Okay. 
because that was implied in that movie. Yes, it was. It was. It was. Uh, so my five word review was: uh, I was trying to play. If you know the J.J. Uh, Abrams company production company, Bad Robot, I was trying to make a play on the Bad Robot. So I did: Good Robot helps Bad Dad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Yeah. It's the feel-good story of 2021. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is a good feel. It is a feel-good story, and it, you know, it's a redemption story for the dad because, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he sucks. I mean, he sucks at being a dad, yeah. and and well, I mean, if you're gonna sell your child for a hundred thousand dollars, you're probably <laughs> a bad dad. And then he tells the kid it's only fifty k. He's all like, oh, <laughs> well, don't I worry. Think- Money. Yeah, at the time he didn't. Yeah, if well, I guess probably because he he knew that if he told him that it was going to be another fifty, then the kid would probably demand it. Um, well, though I did, did it. yeah, well, yeah, but I did think it was kind of interesting at the end when Marvin shows back up to give him the other fifty k, and Hugh Jackman looks at him and he's like, "I don't want your money," like almost disgusted by the fact that he held up his end of the bargain. Like Marvin's <laughs> not the bad guy here. Remember that, right? Right. Like, well, he is wearing an ascot. Yeah. <laughs> Which, the the only way we can tell that someone is rich in a movie is if they're wearing an ascot. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, I don't know. Like, are we predispositioned to to hate Marvin because he was the uh, he was the sniveling Secretary of Defense from Independence Day? I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think that he just. I didn't really like his character because he's, I mean, he's willing to do this just so that his wife is happy. Right. Even though he Money. knows it's unethical. Yeah. Yep. You know. Money will fix anything that she wants. Here's some right. money, darling. Keep sucking my, <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you're, not wrong. you're not wrong. You're right. I mean, you know. <laughs> We don't know how he got that money. I mean, you know, <laughs> if a dude that's willing to, you know, to to be extorted for a hundred k to keep his wife happy, I mean, who knows how he got all that money? So, hey, right. we've all been there. We've all needed our wives to be happy, and, and <laughs> would have would have spent any amount of money to get to that point. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him. I I can't fault him for for wanting that. No, I yeah, I don't fault him either. I uh, just you know it it kind of sucks, but whatever. It, it gives us well. I mean, without it, we don't have a movie. So I'm I'm not mad at yeah. Marvin. Honestly, I'm not mad at. Marvin. I'm not mad at Marvin. Yep. Uh, Charlie, maybe not Marvin. <laughs> a little bit of Charlie. Yeah, Charlie does kind of suck. Eventually, yep. you know. Um, but like that's an old sport adage: winning cures all. I mean, they start winning, and then you know they have they start having a relationship. Um, because yep. they have something yeah. in common, and it's easy to have a relationship where things are good and, and whatever. So anyway, I uh, I I just it's a feel good movie. It's a fun movie. I have zero really big problem with the movie. Um, I one of my notes was I know Charlie is a bad dad, but that kid is eleven and still hanging out on the edge of a cliff, and he just leaves him. That's called negligence. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about that junkyard? I've got it written down. Sure. It's called Metal Valley. Yeah, isn't that cool? Robot junkyard. And how come Charlie is very he is very comfortable 
about like breaking into the place. He knows and, yeah, knowing exactly where to go. Oh, he's yeah. done this before. Oh, yeah. It's a very shady business, and it wasn't his first time breaking into this place. <laughs> yeah, he knows yeah. what he's yeah, doing. I, yeah, I took my kids to Atlanta not too long ago, and we were like jaywalking. And my kids were like, Dad, we can't we can't do that. Well, that's <laughs> that's funny. So breaking into a junkyard at eleven, <laughs> if they don't say anything, something's up there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Oh, this is this is fine. You know, don't worry, uh, we won't get caught kind of thing. There was no <laughs> junkyard dogs. That was weird. You'd think that uh, a scrapyard place would have higher security than just lights. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that, and the, and that the are weird on a moving pattern. Too, yeah. And the, the lights, apparently, you can't get caught by the lights because that's when you get caught. You know, it's like a video game problem. Yeah. Right? You, you can't. <laughs> Very much. You can't be in the, the, the lights. Otherwise, just keep going. You know? Makes yeah. no sense. It, it is interesting. You mentioned, Sam, that this world feels lived in, and it really does. But. It also, it's a world where robot boxing is a thing, but we have the technology for robots, but they're not doing anything else other than boxing. Like, I, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it feels like we should see robots doing other things. In this world. In, in this world, yeah. In yeah. the world, you know, yeah. like. Driving cars, taxis. Baking food. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, was, I was thinking more in even industrious things like, like Wally, right? Like. At the junkyard, oh, yeah. there's a robot walking around taking junk and piling it into the thing, or you know, like the the lights are actually sentinels from X Men that are there to kill you if you you know go in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just that's that's really one of the only problems I had with the movie is that I, I felt like there wasn't enough robots in the movie um, doing other other things. So, I mean, if a robot yeah. is forty k, that's like that's like a, a a reasonable brand new car. Yeah, you know, like okay, forty yeah. k. You know, I've got I got this robot. You know, nosy boy who's got so many. You know, he's got awards. He's worldwide known. He's been shipped all over the place. And and guess what? I I don't need a I don't need a license to drive him. <laughs> I get just have <laughs> my door. I would have liked to hear more of like the. She said. She said. What? What did she say? She said, "Are you doing a a, a bad deal in front of my gym?" Yeah, not. It was a like a black market deal. Yeah. Or something. yeah. yeah. So is this on the black market? Is this more of that shady stuff we were talking about earlier? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. maybe, maybe again. Maybe it's a world we just didn't see, in a, a, you know, a whole lot of here. Well, maybe they'll right. explain it in Real Steel Two. Well, there you go. Can we can we spend a minute talking about these robots? Because, uh, so we've got different versions, of course. We've got one through, was it five? I don't know what the newest version. I don't, I don't know. We know mm, that uh, we know that mentioned. Adam is a Gen Two. That's all we know. Right. I don't know what yeah, other right. gens there are. So this this uh, what's the one that he buys? Noisy guy, or noisy, noisy boy, boy. Yeah. noisy boy. I like the names. I do. I like yeah. the names. Yeah, it's fun. But he buys this what looks like a very high tech and very new aged machine, 
But in order to change the language, you have to open up a panel on the back and turn a dial. Mm-hmm. It with it, with it, little it has, flags. It has, yeah, with little flags of the countries that you want the language. It's not like you can take your clear phone out and choose <laughs> the language from your from your iPhone. <laughs> or, excuse me, from Nokia. At that point. <laughs> well, yeah. and. Uh, the one the movie is definitely portraying Hugh Jackman as a jock boxer. I mean, when he yeah. he he says two commands and it doesn't do anything, and he's immediately just pissed. He's like, "Oh, it's broken. It doesn't work. Throw it away." Blah, right? It's like, well, he's the he, he's the guy from buying furniture from IKEA trying to put it together without reading the instructions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, can you can you you just bought a forty thousand fifty thousand dollar machine? Why don't you take five minutes and look at the manual, there, guy? Like, good gracious! There was no manual. Well, she she pulls out. Didn't she actually? No, she yeah, pulled she out. Had yeah, she had a book or something. She, she literally she's pulled the out. She's the one a, that knows robots. He's just the dumb guy running. I I mean, I know he's just the boxer, but I mean, like they played the trope really well. Like he knew right. nothing about how robots work. He just only knows yeah. boxing, which is fine. I mean, that's that's what he's there for is to be the boxer guy. I just to your point, Sam, about you know you wanted her to be Q. The the boy yeah. was that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so she, that would have been redundant, but. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The boy was Q, and she was on base. the The reminder of the past. She was him. Yeah, you know. Yeah. she's she's there to remind him of the past, and the boy is yeah. there to give him hope for the future. And there's there's some deeper meaning, I think, in there. But yeah, robots fighting robots. Um. Okay. Uh, a few more notes I'm going to get to before I do some clips. Uh, I started to write "Do these zoo people," and then I stopped. Oh, I don't know where I was going. I guess maybe I was going to ask. Uh, maybe I was going to ask, "Do these zoo people like just live there and hang out in case another a robot just shows up to fight?" It it felt like it was the weekend, and that's what they do. Like everybody's yeah. bringing their boys to the zoo. Yeah, We're gonna yeah. see some robots get destroyed. Grab your net netty ice and uh, join the, you know, yeah. <laughs> join the yeah. destruction. Yeah, that that definitely does, feels like a Milwaukee beast kind of a place. Yeah, <laughs> and, maybe, and maybe technology gets a lot cheaper in the future. But our little one pound robot that we've made probably cost us a good thousand dollars. Wow! Wow! So I can't imagine a you know one ton or whatever else. This this, yeah. this type of sport would not be cheap. I mean, heck, no. BattleBots, those those the big boys are you know in the tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To you know to make those things, so it's crazy. Uh, okay, a couple last little notes here. I did write. I love how. So all of the other operators, right? Anyone that is a uh, robot operator not named Charlie is basically a cartoon character. And yeah. and I'm totally okay with that. The guy at the zoo cracked me up. He's constantly spitting. He's just screaming at people all the time. He's got like a six-inch mohawk. Yeah, his, like yeah. his tongue is just constantly like wagging out. Like his control system seemed really stupid. And... <laughs> And I just didn't care. I don't know why. It just felt so fun because it felt, it felt like we were watching 
real people do like an anime kind of a thing. You know, I just yeah. the guy at the end when he picks the when he gets the controllers and he actually does the motion for Rock'em Sock'em Robots where he's pushing down the thumb and he's doing the back and forth and then he screams and then punches the screen. Like I don't know why I just totally dug it. I really did. I don't all of the guys that just you know when the when the Twin Cities guys they're both just screaming at each other. I I don't know why it works on me. It usually doesn't in movies for whatever reason. This movie I'm like everyone that drives a robot is just the ridiculous person ever except Charlie. He's the cool dude. Yeah. Um, can we? Can I mention a couple of things that took me out of the film? Sure, yeah. Sure, yeah. I I forgot to mention these when I was doing my thing. So there's, I don't know. I'm sure you noticed, but the product placement, yeah, in oh. this movie drove yeah. me nuts. Actually, it was the only thing that really bothered me because you can watch a movie, and I know that you know boxing matches and sporting events. There's going to be product placement. There's going to be billboards that say Mountain Dew or whatever. But this just felt like every time that you looked at the screen, there was a thing that said Bing or ESPN or Xbox 720 or whatever it might be. And it just, it really kind of, towards the end especially, took me out of the movie a little bit. Yeah, there was, and then, there was a bunch. I mean, the arena is named. Uh, there was the Sprint uh, Sprint yeah. was in there. Oh, I, oh no! What was it? The Bing Arena. And yeah, I thought yeah. to myself, "Uh oh, that's uh, that's dated." That's <laughs> yeah, dated it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and then there was a. <laughs> I know we always talk about the great actors in the movie, but let me tell you about the worst actor in this movie. This is an extra, I assume, who's sitting next to Evangeline Lilly at the bar. At the bar, she's watching. And he is not watching the game or the match at all. He's trying to He's hit on her. He's only watching her I, and, and reacting to her reactions. And I, his eyes are never on the screen. I have seen him in other movies. And I, there has to be a deleted scene with, with her and this guy or, I think, or, yeah. or something. Yeah. Right? I think, honestly, I, I think that they're supposed to be on a date. And she is totally ignoring him for the fight, and it's pissing him off. Yeah. I, I think that's like that's what I picked up. Now, Andrew, this is the first time you've seen. It. I don't know. I mean, there's, again, we get no story. I don't know if he's no, our. We hop- don't. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. our hopping man for the movie. But it, it always felt like they were on a date together because he's trying to. A couple times he's trying to like touch her, right? He like he tries to put his arm around her or, or whatever, and she. Oh, does he? I thought there was maybe did I miss did I miss see that? I don't know. Um Maybe he did, and I just missed it. But I just thought that it was the most awkward scene in the movie that he—they're watching this heated match, and she's like jumping out of her seat and being very animated, and he's only watching. Her. Of course, I, I can't say much because I people watch. Like when I go somewhere, I, sometimes I won't pay attention to what's happening because I'll be watching a person doing something stupid somewhere else. So maybe that's what he was doing. But it came across as bad acting. Yeah, I'm scrolling through the um, the the credits here, and I'm trying to see if I see. I don't know, just someone that would it would it would make sense for the credit name because a lot of these credit names are Star Blaze Arena reporter, photographer, cowboy, upper class, upscale fight fan, 
ESPN Box. <laughs> Ricky's henchman. Oh, bar date. Here he is. Bar date. His name is Robert Herrick. Herrick, Eric, Eric. Um, Eric. So he was a date. He was the date. Yes. He was uh, Josh uh, in Transformers Dark of the Moon. Uncredited. He's just, he's an extra. Yeah. Uh, in the, the movie Meltdown, he was a bartender. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was the date. That's, that, that is him. Well, there um, had to be some sort of deleted scene, or maybe I missed something. No, I don't think but so. I did not pick. I didn't pick up on the fact that they were on a date. Yeah, I was just going off of body language because it just felt like he was trying to like constantly trying to say words to her, or just like she was ignoring him, and she was just totally blowing him off for her ex boyfriend and and their robot. And I think it just (laughs) that's that's again that's the vibe I picked up from it. Uh, Anything else, Andrew? Any other little moments that drive you crazy? No, no, those are the only two that really bother me. Anything else, Sam, you want to mention? I have one last note. No, I think I'm good. I have two last notes. Sorry, I have two loads. Okay. Pixie, you got anything else? I only have the the heights of the robots, and that's about it. The different heights, or just... Yeah, I have have the different heights written down. You wrote them down, like their stats? Yeah, I have their stats. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) What what, What is Adam's height? Adam is seven foot six inches. Really? That's it. Yeah, yeah I, I would have thought he was. Generation two. Noisy boy, he is eight foot six inches. Ambush is eight foot two inches. So Ambush was shorter than Noisy Boy, and Ambush was the one that took on the bowl. <laughs> right. Interesting. What was um, Zeus? Zeus, yeah. I, I didn't look that. Oh, up. we didn't see oh, Zeus. No. That's fine. I stopped there. Yeah, <laughs> Was the ambush based off of like the Rock'em Sock'em, the original robots? It look, his Was face any of this kinda, based off that? No, it's actually based off a book. Oh, it's based okay. off a book. the The same guy what wrote I Robot, not I Robot. Um, I Am Legend. It's the oh, okay. It's like a nineteen fifty seven novel. Because I literally did assume that this was based off of Rock'em Sock'em robots. I did too. I didn't. I, it wasn't until I read the trivia where I learned that. So. Oh. Uh, the last little two notes I had was the guy who was the the redneck cowboy guy. So he he's a jerk, but ultimately he's not in the wrong, right? Charlie welched on a bet, and then he told him, "I'm gonna beat you up if you welch on the bet," and he does, and so he beats him. So in my book, he has a right to do that. Now he he stole from the kid, and that sucked. Don't steal from the kid. Yeah, but then. I guess the movie wanted us to hate him a little bit more, so they made him a little racist towards Anthony Mackie. And so when Anthony Mackie's boys take him, which we guess is just, we guess he's just going to go take him to the parking lot and get his ass beat like he did to Charlie, then like we've, we're okay with that, right? Like it just, it felt unnecessary, I guess is my point. I just, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I would have been. A little gratuitous. I just thought it was like, let him just lose. I don't care if he, you know what I'm saying? Like it just, it felt like the movie goes, ha see, karma's a bitch. You beat up Charlie. Now you're going to get beat up because you're kind of racist. Like, well, <laughs> we didn't need the homeboy, homie part or whatever. And I just, there was a couple yeah. of parts that annoyed me. And then the last thing that kind of annoyed me 
was at the end of the movie when they announced that Zeus is the winner and the crowd just like boos them like crazy. And I thought, I don't understand why the crowd turned, right? Like going into the fight, which by the way, this is a fight you should never have. You should never have a pro athlete, you know, taking on an amateur. It just, it would, it's a lose lose. Cause if you win, you beat up an amateur. And if you lose, you lost to an amateur. So this it's, is, it's an app state Michigan uh, scenario. No, it would right. be app state versus the New York, uh, the, the new England Patriots. Okay. You know All right. Saying? Like, like they're not even close to the same world. And, if App only loses by a field goal at the end because Adam Vinatieri kicked a thirty, you know, a forty yard, whatever, like, then the Patriots look like, you know, like they barely won, and so they aren't. I'm saying like, this should yeah, never it's have happened. Yeah, okay. It's, but the movie needs to happen, and that's fine. But my, my my point is, is that like the crowd like turns on Zeus like they're bad people, like they did. Well, they are. They're they just, are. Didn't you see the guy? You know, lose his pool and punch the the like, window. And, like, yeah, and, and sh- they're both. If you're, if you're further back and you don't see that, you're just watching what's going on in the ring. You would have never saw the the bad guy. You know, yeah, you never just, saw him punch yeah, that. But, but the would, crowd is going to go for the underdog. I mean, right. come right. on. Right, I mean, I if I was in the crowd, I'd be booing too. I wouldn't. I would boo. want. I would just cheer Adam, for that. Just got his butt kick for yeah. 10 rounds and almost pulled it off at the very end. I, I just, Oh, it uh, just, it felt yeah. like that there were people there that used to love Zeus and now hate them because they're strong and powerful. It, like it didn't make sense. I mean, it just mm. felt like everyone in the arena was like, Hmm, Zeus does suck. And I hate him because he's rich and strong and powerful. I, it just felt disingenuous. <laughs> I'm okay yeah. with the underdog story, and I'm okay with the the parallel to Rocky, and that Rocky ultimately loses the match but becomes the people's champ. That's literally from the movie. So, like, I'm good with all that. It just felt weird that the audience turned on them so quickly. Oh, um, by the way, Zeus is eight foot three inches. Eight foot three. That's he is making him the second tallest robot in the movie after Midas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, Zeus is a uh, a reference to Apollo. Right. You know, well, you have the Midas touch. You've got yeah. You got a whole bunch of legendary like names. Well, I mean, stuff. but Zeus is specifically Zeus is the father of Apollo. Apollo is the yeah. is the guy that Rocky fights in Rocky. Like it's they're 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 yeah. not hiding the fact that this is a Rocky story. I mean, the only difference is, yeah. is that the robot doesn't run upstairs, though they do have a running. We do have a training. Ooh, we have a training montage. I gotta find my. Yes, we got a. Yep. That's that. With the. We had a montage with two of them yep. actually. Yeah, I was gonna say with the fight count as a montage. I mean, they. Yeah, I kind of. They was go a through montage. five rounds and. Yeah, we see we see round one. And then two through four and a half or four are a montage, and then we get the uh, the shadow boxing scene. Yeah, which was kind of neat. I kind of liked the shadow boxing scene. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, little little moment of redemption for Charlie. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that's it. That's all the notes that I have. Uh, I did write uh, Xbox Seven Twenty. LOL. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, and also notice that the kid now has door answering privileges. He's been there um, a week, and he can now open the door for strangers. For strangers, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This poor kid is neglected in so many ways. Yeah, and malnourished. <laughs> My gosh, the kid only ever drinks Dr. Pepper. Like he never ate. But he won't <laughs> eat hamburgers. No, so I was say. he won't eat hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> I captured that. The way he says hamburgers is so weird. It's like, can we get another take of that? Okay. Uh, here's, um, I only titled this Woo, uh, but 13 seconds of Woo. We agreed that my boxer would fight an 800-pound steer for three grand. Am I right? Yes, sir, we did. Yes, that bull is like 2,000 pounds. Right. Okay, well, Charlie, I'll tell you something. Your bot don't fight. You don't get paid. Woo! There you go. <laughs> uh. I know. It's funny listening to British people with do southern accents. Uh. Uh, this one's labeled Japanese. I can reset them to English. Hang on. How the hell do you know Japanese? Video games. You play video games in Japanese? Japanese bootlegs are always better. Yeah, they're always better. <laughs> Japanese bootlegs. So, there you go. Uh, okay. Uh yeah, here's the kid. Just just listen to this. Like again, the director couldn't have got a better cut, a better take of this. I told you I hate hamburgers. <laughs> hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, just one more time. Hold on. Just one more time. I told you I hate hamburgers. <laughs> Hamburgers. It's like he didn't know how to. It's like he, it's like he slows What's down. That? It's like they, they took the film and slowed it down by half at the very end of the phrase. He didn't know right. how to end Put it. the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he, he didn't know how to end the word. It's just funny. Hamburgers. Hamburgers. It's pretty great. All right. Um, if you say the name of your movie, I'm going to capture it. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for real steel? There you go. I just saw that the guy who plays the the dude what invented um, what's it Zeus? Uh, he and I share a birthday. That's kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, time for uh, oh this I I like this part too. This just this was just the the kind of good good feel good moment. I know you can't hear me, but you can see me. So watch me. Watch me. You know you're talking to a robot. I know. Shut up. Watch me. There you go. I like that. There are times when he's not. The robot is physically not able to see him, and I wonder how that works. Yeah, like yeah. when he's behind or you know on the other. I just the technology there is a little weird for me. It is a little but weird. I don't, I don't care. I really don't care. I, yeah, I, I wrote that too. Shadow boxing has a couple plot holes, but I don't care. It's yeah. also he's a southpaw as well. Mm. Everything's uh, mirrored, so you. So if you thought about it, it some people can't do. Like you're, you're thinking you're gonna do a right hook, and it it happens to be a left hook. <laughs> yeah, it would be weird. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought about that. Um, did you also anyone know that Danny Elfman did this score? Really, I saw that. I would have never known, but I, I saw that. I wouldn't have. Known it's either. not typical. 
It's not. It just sounds like generic, happy music, you know, like like, like a a Jerry Bruckheimer. This was just a rent check for him. I guess I don't know. I mean, I mean, even he, even Danny Elfman has boat payments, you know. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was just scrolling through here, just looking at the cast and crew, and all of a sudden I was like, "Wait, Danny Elfman did the score?" But yeah, I also forgot that Steven Spielberg was an executive producer. So was Robert Zemeckis. Wow, so really? It had some some pedigree behind it. Yeah. Which for them? Which for some reason, when I saw Spielberg's name attached to this, I thought that kind of explained why the kid is better than adulting than adults are and yeah. it also kind of reminded me oh yeah the the product placement like spielberg is pretty great at product placement um so i, I just kind of reminded me i was like oh, okay there's that all right time for no time for this and now for some more bad news ready trivia i have a little bit there, okay. was, there was a lot but i i didn't get a lot uh each of the um each of the robots were built in real life and CGI. For certain shots with animatronics, they were controlled by more than 20 puppeteers. Wow. That's kind of cool. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, the Noisy Boy robot has LEDs on his fists that spell out in Japanese character characters' words like doom, pain, oblivion, and the end. <laughs> That's kind of neat. I like that. Uh, I mentioned that already. The truck that Charlie hauls the fighting robots is a 1960 Sightliner, one of the ugliest trucks ever built. <laughs> oh, you can say that again. I thought it was iconic, though. I, I'm glad they used it. It, I, it just it was definitely different for sure. Yeah, it was. No one different. wants to see the calves of truck drivers. No offense, <laughs> truck drivers. Was, and and do we need our calves to see the road clearly because we put wipers down there? The, There's got to be a, a reason for those windows at the bottom. The only thing right? I can think of is so that you can see right in front of you. So when you're, yeah. you're pulling into a tight space, you can see right in front of you. Like now, uh, a lot of SUVs have cameras that are in the front. So when you park, you can see it's like a bad cap camera. It's just in the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in 1960, they didn't have that. So I guess they just put little windows by your feet. Now, why the why the passenger needs it, I don't know, but... You I guess see over would, on that side, maybe. it would look weird know. if yeah. it was just the it's one. It's got to be side. symmetrical. Yeah, otherwise it looks yeah. like a truck with an eye patch. <laughs> All right, uh, time Old for lazy IGMC over there. <laughs> uh, time for this. Excuse me while I whip this out. That's right. We're going to be whipping out our top three kid actors. Movies with kid actors or the kids themselves, not necessarily just the movie. But uh, yeah, kid actors, and yeah, I'm gonna let a Sam go first. All right, okay. Um, and, uh, let me pull this up real quick. My, um, I have got. Uh, I cannot even say this poor kid's name. Okay. Uh, in my number three spot, but let me. I will butcher it, and I I apologize ahead of time. Uh Kovesan, Kovesani Wallace. Yeah. Who plays? Um, Hush Puppy in Beasts of the Southern Wild. All right, little girl with okay. the, the the hair. Um, she uh, she was amazing in that movie. I don't have you guys ever seen that movie? Nope. No. Yeah. Um, I don't think she had ever acted before. It was her first movie ever, and it's a uh, she will steal your heart away on that thing. Okay. I have got um, 
Tom Holland. Yeah. In The Impossible. All right. Um, which I, we need to get on our list, which is another really good movie. All right. And seen. yeah, it's really good. It's it's uh it's about the um, tsunami in uh, southeast eastern Asia. Oh. Um, and then my number one is um, Haley Steinfeld from True Grit. Yeah, yeah, she's so oh good, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, she's very good in that. Yeah, I believe it was Oscar nominated, if I remember right. She was uh, nominated, and I think won. Did she? I, think, win? I don't I know. Thought if she she, won. Uh, I don't know. I'll look her up real quick. Yeah. No. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Movie. But all of, I mean, you can tell, you know, Haley and both Haley and, and Tom have really gone on to do other really good stuff as well. She was yeah. nominated for it. She did not win. Yeah. She was nominated. Yeah, that's what I thought. Cool. She's also uh, into this in, in, into the spider verse as Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. That. Uh, Pixie, this is uh, one of mine is uh, River Phoenix from in Stand By Me. Oh, oh yeah, River Phoenix. Yep. yeah, another good mm-hmm. one. Yeah, and then I also have um, Haley Joel Osment mm-hmm. from uh, mm-hmm. he's he's from Six Sense. Yep, and yep. My top one is Dakota Fanning. Yeah. I really I really liked her when she was younger. Yeah, what movie did, did we just uh, see with, with her that was we thought she was We saw her in Push. Push. Yeah. Yeah. Uh she did Man on Fire, which I absolutely yeah. love, and I think that one is yeah. the first time I saw her on screen and man did my heartstrings really get pulled in that one. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to watch. Like Physically, it is because of the way it's shot with the shaky cam yeah. and the lens flares and the cuts. It's like, yeah, I'm getting a little bit of both motion sickness and just emotional sickness. Well, I think that's when a lot of that stuff became popular and they were just trying to throw it all out there. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I will go next and then we'll let boo. It, uh, oh, I don't think you're supposed to boo. <laughs> oh, sorry. But you know, do whatever you want. Didn't realize that was out loud. Let me mute myself. <laughs> no, I mean you're allowed to do whatever you want, uh, which is pretty obvious. Uh, let's see. I've been scrolling through some of these uh, these other lists of uh, you know, like um, like Natalie Portman and The Professional, and mm-hmm. um, I actually like Ellie Fanning in some of the roles that she's done, or L Fanning. I think she's yeah. uh, she's done some pretty good stuff. Um. But anyway, the my list was um, oh I forgot about her she was really good in that movie Ooh, I might change my list <laughs> mm, the uh, girl um, uh, Sari Ronan who was the young girl in Atonement the young version of oh yeah. my gosh yeah she was about really that. good in that yeah so, she was and the villain I forgot about that too and uh, yeah complete and, villain yeah yeah definitely. So she'll be, uh, I'll actually use her as kind of my uh, honorable mention. Um, my number three is going to be, um, oh, I already said Elle Fanning. So I'll do Elle Fanning. Uh, my number two is going to be uh, Emma Watson. Mm-hmm. And and then my number one is actually going to be Christian Bale in Empire of the Sun. Uh, yeah. He is yeah. so good in that movie. I think he's really, really good. Okay, cool. Andrew, you do yours, and then I'll now see I'll see what uh, Twitter has uh, in store for us. 
Okay. Well, I went classic movies in some of these. Uh, so I've got uh, Mara, Mara, or Mira, mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it, Mara Wilson from Mrs. Doubtfire and Matilda. Oh, okay. sure, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got Freddie Highmore from oh. August Rush. He's so good in that. Yeah, and oh, then number one, I think, uh, terrible actor today and probably not even acting that, that I know of, but... Uh, at the time, probably the hottest, not best looking, but, <laughs> but <laughs> like, the hottest the, actor the, the, as a child. The, the, Sorry, the hottest child actor. That just doesn't come. I'm just trying to make this as awkward as possible. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that would be Macaulay Culkin yeah. in Home Alone. Okay, yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just so you know, that de- definitely is going to make the intro. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Well, just maybe put a caveat on there that hottest means something different. No, I'm not going to add any context to that. No. It's going to be perfect out of context. It's going to be amazing. All right. That's great. Oh, that's great. All right. Uh, For uh, the interwebs, we've gotten such uh, a... Cameron from Green Shirt said Emma Watson, Kirsten Dunst, and Christina Ricci. Rich, Rishi? Oh, Ricci. Ricci, whatever. Uh, Jesse from Sudden But Inevitable says Millie Bobby Brown, Macaulay Culkin, and the Maori Twins. I don't know who that is. Maori Twins. Um, I don't know that one. Lauren from the Beard Al podcast says Taj Maori for being on the Weird Al show. Eve Plum because Jan Brady is all of us. The Olsen Twins because Full House was my favorite show as a kid. Honorable mentions to Candace Cameron and Jody Sweeten because I vibed on them on subsequent viewings of Fuller House or Full House. Oh, dear. And um, uh, what? Besotted Geek? I don't know what that's supposed to be. Anyway, his name is Stork online or on Twitter, and he did the uh, the kid that played Short Round from Indiana Jones 2. Oh, the Jones. Kid. Yeah, Dr. Jones. That's literally yeah. the gif is him saying, okie dokie, Dr. Jones, hold on to your potatoes. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. All right. That was it. That's awesome. Um, yes, that's it. Time for this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Oh, wait, hold on. We had somebody on the Facebook, too. I'm sorry. Um... Uh, whoever commented on our Facebook, Seth, I'm sorry. Oh, shame. I oh, know. Shame. Oh, gosh, oh, sorry. Seth ignoring, said. Ignoring all the old people on Facebook, I tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah, the old people. Seth said, I really enjoyed the movie, and I have watched it several times. Maura Wilson was freaking adorable in Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, like, like you said, old. Okay. Time for <laughs> Seth's younger than us. Well, yeah. He's your age. Andrew, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> okay, now it's time for this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? <laughs> this Skype thing is amazing. I mean, like, seriously, like, just you got to go to our Twitter and see what's happening on our... I'm it's like, so weird. It, it is. Just, it's truly amazing. And Andrew is shrinking. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've gotten smaller. I don't, shrinkage is like, a thing, I guess. Yeah. It looks like the... The yeah. child of, of it is weird. Skype just randomly will push us forward and back. I mean, like, yeah, it, it is really weird what's happening. You I, think he would try to equalize? There goes his, his phantom arms again. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, all right, this is where we give the the movie a score out of ten, and I will then 
put this eventually up on the rankings. I'm not I'm not going to add it in now. All right, uh, Andrew. Yes. Yeah, uh, this is somewhere in the sevens, I think I saw on IMDb. I don't know exactly, but um, yeah, I mean, rewatchability, I would watch this again, I think. And, uh, you yeah, know, visually, good. like I said, pretty fun movie and well done. Um, so I'm going to give it a, let's say a 7.1. All right. IMDb okay. has it as a 7, exactly, 7.0. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Pixie. I really enjoy this movie. I'm going to give it a 7.4. And it's in my rotation. Like, I'm not going to watch it every day, but I'm definitely going to at least watch it and enjoy it every time I do watch it. Good. That's great. Uh, Sam. I'm going to give it a good uh, seven and a half. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's it's not poorly made. It's It's got a decent story. Is it stuff we've seen before? Yeah, but at least it's made well, and, and I do appreciate that. This is something I feel like I could watch with the kids. Um, yeah, min- minus some of maybe some of the words. Yeah, there's a use. couple of a uh, couple of shits and a lot of dams and hells. But yeah, you could probably yeah nothing major. Yeah, nothing to cover. You know, earmuff them on. But um, no, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. Andrew's getting smaller. He's tiny. He's so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. It <laughs> is Grossberg. Oh my I gosh! I am so sorry, <laughs> listeners. This is not going to be funny for you. You're just going to listen to us laugh. But I mean, on the call, it's Andrew shrunk like six inches. It was, it was amazing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> His phantom arms are just as big as he. <laughs> oh yes, welcome God. to the cheap seat. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, my arm is starting to hurt with your phantom arm standing up so much. It's just like, ah, oh, put it down. It's you know, pull a muscle. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm going to give it a yeah, seven yeah. Uh, point uh, nine. I like this movie a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. None of the <laughs> issues I mentioned really bother me all that much. It's a feel good movie. This is probably my fourth time watching it all the way through. Maybe third time watching it all the way through. Um, okay. I like it. I think it's a fine film, and I I um, I don't know if we, we've said this recently on a show, but I recommend this movie. I, I definitely recommend yeah. you go out and watch it. It's on Netflix, so go check it out. There's no reason not to. It's a lot of fun. Uh, go mm-hmm. watch this, and then um, and then you can go home and practice saying, "I told you I hate hamburgers." Yeah. Hamburgers. I thought about doing the joke, Sam, where I was going to say something yeah. like, "This is a conversation that I have with you before every episode." You can hear me, but you can see me. So that's what I was. <laughs> that was the joke I was going to do, but I didn't. So there you go. Nice. That has some truth to it. Yeah, there, there's sometimes <laughs> a little bit of truth to that. Um, that's it. That's our show. So before I say a single other solitary word, Pixie, thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Please tell our yeah. listeners, all four of them, how they can find your show. Well, thank you guys for having me on. My name is Pixie. My show is called Next on Stage One. It is a very uh, 
adult only podcast. <laughs> uh, there is a lot more uh, atrocious words than shucks, you know, and darn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had a really good time. And if you like fun and friendly banter, me and my co host, we have a great time. So I really appreciate having you joining you guys today on this show. I, I, we hamburgers. I can hear sometimes too. One. One. Yes, we do. Sometimes we do. Uh, and sometimes. We, we had a whole episode de- devoted to that word. So, yeah. I, yeah. It's a fun word. It's versatile. I mean, you can use it's a whole sentence. Hamburgers. Uh, every time it's a noun, that, a verb. Yeah. Every time he says that, you need to put burger. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical! I like that. Instead of rooster, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so it's actually funny because I usually uh, I have been recently I have not been uh, rooster tailing them. I just bleep it out just because the mm-hmm. rooster tail after listening through my speakers in my car is so offensive and <laughs> like on speakers. <laughs> It's like, oh, I think probably people would rather just hear the bad word than that noise, so I just bleep it out. But I like the idea of having burgers. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, yes, definitely going to do that. Okay. Perfect, perfect, perfect. perfect. All right. Well, I will definitely um, uh, link your uh, your info to the show notes. And I can send you my link tree if you need it. I'll I'll pull it off Twitter, no problem. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's our show. Uh, gosh, this was a lot of fun. This was good. Uh, next week we're doing uh, Master and Commander, the far side of the world, and I'm looking forward to that because I've I've actually never watched it all the way through. I always seem to like catch it in random parts, and uh, so I've I've seen it probably the last hour. Twice, and I never get to see the beginning how it starts. So I'm looking forward to watching um, uh, Maximus and Vision hang out on a boat in the. <laughs> Apparently, it's very accurate uh, into what life was like yeah. on those ships. I have read that so. as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Uh, one last little promo I'm going to say before I I hit uh, the uh, stop button on the record is that. Cheap Seat Reviews next week is going to have something very, very special. And I don't mean like special like Pixie because this was very special and a lot of fun. I mean so special and different. I actually did an interview. I tried. I interviewed someone. Not a normal review episode, an interview. That interview will be on our feed next week. We're still going to have a regular show next week, but it's also going to come in the feed. I interview... Um, new aspiring actress Erica Hogan, who also happens to be my friend and is willing to talk to me for a little bit and talk about her new acting career. Uh, a lot of people decided, uh, Pixie, I think you're one, you know, someone that was during the pandemic was looking for something to do and started a podcast because you started a podcast within the last year. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Last September. Yeah. And uh, she decided to become an actress during the pandemic. And since then has gone from doing small parts and commercials to starring in a feature. So nice. Uh, listen to how I, that I, I do have one question. Yeah. Did you run into her? Uh, I have run into her many times. We used to work together okay. at Carowinds. 
Okay. Uh, yes. Just was wondering. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's coming next week. Erica Hogan. Uh, look for it on the normal stream, and it'll be there. And it's a lot of. It was a lot of fun to uh, to do. Oh um, yeah! Oh yeah! The, in the meantime, go to our website, cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com. There, you can find links to all of our other stuff. I um, here's my last my call to action because you know you're supposed to do a call to action at the end of every episode. You know, like, leave us a review. Leave us a review on iTunes would be spectacular. There's lots of places now where you can leave reviews, like besides just uh, iTunes. What's the other places, Pixie, that people are leaving reviews now? Uh, Podchaser. Let's see. Podchaser. You can, you can leave a review on Good Pods as well. Yeah, Good Pods is one I just yeah. signed us up for. Uh, it, it's, it's almost becoming a little overwhelming at how many places that <laughs> like, I have to keep up with. It's like, just, just go to iTunes. <laughs> just do it well, on iTunes, iTunes is the biggest one because that's where you want the majority of people giving you five star reviews um, because it helps the podcast get out further to more people. Absolutely, right. yeah, agree. So, yeah, so please do that. I would also love it if uh, if you you know anyone listening would just shoot me a message on Twitter or Facebook just to say, hey, I like the show, or you guys suck. Um, I do get <laughs> listener interaction, but they're they're people that I know, and so it'd be nice to hear. I would love to hear from our. German listeners, our British listeners, and our French listeners. We have downloads every week from those countries, and I would love to yeah, hear from just you. Bots. Just uh, well, maybe they are bots, but if they are, <laughs> then you know, shadow box somebody and have them send me a message. I don't know what I'm saying. I have no <laughs> idea. What, I'm what I am saying is, this is a lot of fun. I have no more things to say other than thank you so much for listening to us uh, and. On behalf of Sam, Andrew, and Pixie, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.